time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem, Bethlehem on Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Hecker secretly called from the wise men and learned from them the exit time when the star, star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem saying, <clears throat> go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him whole homage. When they heard the king, they set out. And there, ahead of them, went the star that they had seen at its rising. Until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. <laughs> and having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. Very Merry Christmas to you and Happy New Year. As I said at the very beginning of today's service from Ashia Christian Church, may God lead and guide all our steps towards the year of 2021, as last year, even though it seemed to be hard and troublesome. The Christmas story, especially Matthew's one, is quite appropriate to be read at the very first Sunday service at the church. Since it is a story about our guiding star, leading symbol to Jesus, newly born as our savior. There, three wise men appeared on the stage led by the star just before the story starts. But actually, they lost the star and they came to Jerusalem, their visit to meet King Herod was a great mistake and caused a tragedy that happened later in this story, which is usually cut out from the pageant story at the church or schools. It was a massacre of all infant boys around Bethlehem, killed by the king and their mother refusing to be comforted, as Prophet Jeremiah foretold. I quote from Matthew chapter 2, verse 18. 
The reason for the wise men coming to Jerusalem is, not, is to find out a newly born king of Judea. But if they were sincerely following the star, thus the star would have told them where the baby king was born. But for some reason, the star disappeared from their sight. What will you do if you lose a very crucial guiding sign just before you are reaching your goal? These three people were traditionally called the white three men. The white three men. And they thought using their wisdom and knowledge, they could find out their way to the final goal, even if they don't see the star. They had been expecting a newborn king, and it should be found at the Judean palace, they thought. Hearing the news from these wise men, King Herod got very upset and feared, since they were saying there was, a, there was born a new ruler replacing his throne. His political power and glory neared to end soon and he would never accept as this as his reality. Even now, we may hear the same story somewhere around the world. And a man of strong power is always jealous and fearful of his competitor. Herod sent out these visitors to Bethlehem, assuring them they would report the exact location of the newborn king was born on the way back. But these wise men never appeared in front of him again. Herod outrageously killed all baby boys around Bethlehem to keep his political position safe and steady. Whenever I read this Matthew's Christmas story, I wonder why they are called wise men. Rather, they were somehow careless to go to see Herod to tell the, their purpose of the journey. If they should not have met Herod, those boys never have been slain. Yes, they had a lot of wisdom and rhyme, but they missed something. They were really men of wisdom, but, men, but not men of the faith, prayer, and belief in God. St. Paul claims that the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. The wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. I quote 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 19. When they lost the guiding star, they never panicked, and they relied on their wisdom to find out their way to go. But it was not the way which God prepared. If they, they were really guided by God's guidance, and when they seemed to have lost the guiding sign, the first thing to do was not to use their knowledge, but to pray, to ask and wait for God's answer, what to do. But they were not the men of prayer. They couldn't wait. 
And without hesitation, they went to Herod. Great mistake they caused. It is very significant to read this story at the very first Sunday worship context. This story shows us our basic attitude and style of everyday life. Start with prayer. Pray whenever you feel like it. What do you think the most fundamental thing and the first what do you think is the most fundamental and pragmatic merit? Pragmatic merit of advantage of the prayer. It is to halt, it is stop immediate action, which is just about to do. Wait a minute. Is it okay to do it just now? Prayer is a spiritual break in our daily movement from God. To see your station at that very crucial moment from a totally different view. That is, from the eyes of Jesus. If you think it is necessary and very important, and if you feel more strongly you must do it now, then, at the moment, Ask our God, what to do first? As Jesus told us, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. I would encourage you to follow the leading star for your journey of your life. Do stick to the guiding sign through prayers. Because we are not following the sign only, but led by our Lord, Jesus Christ himself. Happy New Year, and may be this year of 2021 fruitful and blessed to you all. Let us pray. Dear God, be our guide not through only a visible sign which can be seen by our physical eyes, but to your spirit to be recognized by our soul and heart, to bring us to plausible goals, but not to the plausible goals, but to the great real goal of our life. Be with us and be those who are really waiting for the Savior's birth in their heart. Give us your Christmas blessing to make us authentic Christmas people. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Long ago, before there were any electric lights of any kind, stars were what lit the sky up at night and people began to recognize patterns of movement predicting the location of the stars according to the time of year. They learned they could guide the direction of their travels by coordinating them with the stars. This is what the wise men did. They followed a star to Bethlehem. As you heard from Reverend Tabuchi, the wise men were perhaps not so wise as they followed the star because they detoured to King Herod's palace. Well, I hope for us this new year, we do not lose sight of the light.
that we do not lose sight of the star. Today is Epiphany Sunday. My sister-in-law, Alexis, well, she's Greek-American, and she grew up in the Greek Orthodox Church, and they do Epiphany Sunday big time. And so I became interested in some of the customs followed by the Eastern Orthodox Church. The Orthodox Christian holiday of Theophany, also known as Epiphany, is called the Celebration of Lights, or simply Tafota, the Lights. In Eastern Orthodox churches, this season of light is celebrated just as much as the season of Christmas. In the Orthodox Church, this is the day when all of creation is illuminated by the sanctifying presence of God. In the Western Church tradition, Epiphany focuses more on the visit of the wise men to the child Jesus. Some countries even call it Three Kings Sunday and even have special cakes to eat for that day. Epiphany is always the 12th day after Christmas, January 6th. But we celebrate Epiphany Sunday on the Sunday closest to January 6th. For many countries, this is a dark time of year. So it is a good time to remember that the light has come. For those of you who've made it through 2020, you may still feel that there's some darkness in your life. But the light of Jesus Christ has come. The world was in darkness until the birth of Jesus, who brought light into the world. The prophet Isaiah had his own epiphany when he wrote this verse, Arise, shine, for your light has come. As we go forth into this new year, Keep the image of the light of Christ lighting your life, the light showing you the way, the light that is to be shared with all. This month of January, we will have the theme of spiritual disciplines for our sermons by the various pastors, and we'll also include as part of those spiritual disciplines um, prayer and fasting. In today's sermon, you heard how we are to begin the new year with prayers, Prayer is always a good way to begin anything new. And as you pray, let the light of Christ in your hearts to show you the way. I'd like now to read a poem, which is a, a prayer. It's also a blessing by Jan Richardson, and it's called Light. I hope you reflect on how the light, the light of Jesus Christ, has come into your life. Blessed are you who bear the light in unbearable times, who testify to its endurance amid the unendurable, who bear witness to its persistence when everything seems in shadow and grief. Blessed are you in whom the light lives, in whom the brightness blazes, your heart a chapel, an altar where in the deepest night can be seen the fire that shines forth in you, in uncountable faith, in stubborn hope, in love that illuminates every broken thing it finds. Amen. <laughs>